Welcome to Disputes Digest. Today is October 14th, 2020. I'm Chris Campbell. Once again, starting with the news. On October 8th, the ICC unveiled its 2021 ICC Rules of Arbitration that are set to take effect on January 1 of 2021. The rules will include a multitude of new provisions aimed at further increasing the use of the ICC rules for resolving international disputes. Some of the primary topics amended in the new version of the rules are joindering additional parties, enhanced transparency, investment treaty arbitrations, expedited procedure provisions, and remote hearings. For a new report on the new ICC rules, see the show notes. A new chair and two vice chairs have been appointed to the ICC's Institute of World Business Law. The chair is Eduardo Silva Romero, a partner at Deckard in the firm's international arbitration team. As vice chairs, Eduardo will have Mr. Silva Romero, a professor at the Paris Institute for Political Studies, and Ms. Melita Hogson, the head of the international arbitration practice at the NY-based firm Jenner & Block. On October 9th, e-commerce giant Amazon has initiated an arbitration against Future Group under the auspices of the Singapore International Arbitration Center, SEAC, over a dispute arising out of its relationship with Future. Amazon alleges that Future has violated the terms of a contract with Amazon whereby Future was not to sell any asset within 10 years of its deal with Amazon. Marriott International faces a class action lawsuit in the United Kingdom for alleged violations of the General Data Protection Regulation, GDPR, where the government seeks to enforce a 99.2 million pound fine for mishandling of customer data. An adverse result for Marriott could result in a class action exposure with multiple payouts to its consumers. The Court of Appeal in the Cayman Islands has overturned a previous court's decision, thereby permitting the enforcement of an award in favor of a Brazilian airline issued some 13 years ago. In the amount of 16 million US dollars, the Cayman Court ruled that the debtors and respondents to the award were stopped from challenging enforcement of the award because Brazilian courts recognized the legitimacy of the award issued by the tribunal under the ICC rules. In the matter of Warfield v. Icon Advisors, Inc., a U.S. federal district court vacated an arbitral award for, quote, manifest disregard of the law in a scenario where the tribunal issued compensatory damages to claimant despite the existence of an, quote, at-will provision of the contract. The court found that the tribunal had not merely made an error at law, but had exceeded their jurisdiction, and therefore the court was justified in vacating part of the award. A major U.S. energy firm, Chevron Corp has resumed arbitration proceedings against the Thai government to resolve a dispute over whom should pay for removing offshore assets in the country's Aragon gas field. The proceeding has been suspended for over a year to allow the parties to negotiate the impact of a 2016 Thai law requiring gas field operators to pay the cost of decommissioning assets they have installed, including those that they will transfer free of charge to a subsequent operator. This results in a $2 billion potential legal exposure. The case has implications for both France and Japan-based firms, which maintain stakes in the Gulf of Thailand. Finally, the Court of Arbitration for Sport, CAS, overturns a lifetime ban against several Russian biathletes. The trio had been banned following the investigation and fallout from the widespread doping and tampering investigation with samples of Russian athletes during the Sochi Olympic Games. CAS said that the case was largely circumstantial and that there was no conclusive evidence to merit a lifetime. Moving on to opportunities. The Medici law firm is recruiting a junior or intermediate level international arbitration associate. Applicants must be fluent in English and Italian. The Singapore International Arbitration Center is seeking an associate that is ideally two to three years post-qualified and based in Singapore. 
CMS Munich is recruiting a German-speaking person for its legal clerkship with its international arbitration team. Also, the ICC is recruiting a deputy counsel with two to three years experience to join its case management team in New York City. Norton Rose Fulbright's Sydney office is recruiting for both a senior associate and associate level position to work with their class action, international arbitration, and commission matters. For senior associates, five plus years of post-qualification experience is preferred, and for the associate position, three to five years of post-qualification experience is listed. The Journal of Transnational Dispute Management has a call for papers active on topics relating to the future of investment law in Latin America. Then on September 4th, the International Council for Commercial Arbitration, ICA, announced that it has launched a research project to investigate whether a right to physical hearings exists in international arbitration and is calling for contributions on this topic. See its site for more details. Finally, we close today's episode with events and webinars. Starting today, October 14th and continuing to Friday, the National Association of Women Jurists, NAWJ, hosts their 42nd virtual annual conference titled The Music of Equality. Later today, the Global Arbitration Review, GAR, hosts its interactive live North American event. More information and registration can be found in the show notes. And just two more events for later today, the American Bar Association's Section of International Law presents an event titled LGBTQ Rights in the Middle East and North Africa, Status and Hope. Young Professionals of the Americas, YPA, presents Gastro Diplomacy by Martin Motolini and Martin Azumidi of Argentina. Then on October 15th, there are several events you'll want to add to your calendar. The ICC Young Arbitrators Forum is hosting an event titled Facing the Crisis of Conflict Management, The View of In-House Counsel. The event will cover different tools such as negotiation, mediation, and arbitration that in-house attorneys use to resolve various disputes. The ICC is hosting an event titled Managing Cost and Construction Disputes, Early Resolution and Third-Party Funding to also be hosted on October 15th. The Tech ADR Summit webinar series by the Chartered Institute of Arbitrators continues. This installment is titled The Future of Artificial Intelligence and Data Analysis in International Arbitration and is set to occur on October 15th. And just one more event from the ICC. This one is titled Virtual Hearing Without One Party's Consent and will take place on October 16th. Finally, before we wrap up, the Australian Arbitration Week continues both on today and with its final event tomorrow. Head on over to the event's website for more information or details on how to catch the remaining events. That's all for this week's show. If you have any comments, questions, suggestions, or feedback for the show, please reach out at talesofthetribunal at gmail.com. Until next week, I'm Chris Campbell, and this is Disputes Digest.